Welcome to Season 3 of TK's A Brigade. That's right, I'm your host, TK. Last season, we ended with the Friends series with my best friend, Doe. Now, we're going to pick that series up later on, but I decided today that I wanted to switch gears a little bit. So I reached out to an old mutual friend of ours and asked him to come on the show. His name is Shay, and he's got some good insight on different topics. So go ahead and say hi, Shay. Hello. Shay and I have uh, known each other, I'd say, uh, a little over a decade, right? I think it's been yeah. about that long. At least uh, maybe a wedding or something, I think. The wedding? Oh, so you were at Chris's wedding. Yeah. I probably met you before then a little bit. I think I think the first time I met you was when Chris was living over there off of uh, Taft Avenue in that house. Um, he had the Mustangs. Him and Robbie were driving the Mustangs. On the west, that sound? west side of the road, like on the corner? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. That, I think that's the first time I met you. Okay. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, that was quite a bit that's ago. That's where he lived when he got married, right? I think. I think that's like right when so. they first got married. Um, and you never lived with Chris, right? No. No. Okay. I didn't think so because I know we had a roommate in that, in the basement of that house, but I didn't think it was you. But yeah, uh, you guys. James. He had James with him. Yep. Okay. Yep, I remember that. Man, and it's crazy because when when I look back on our our him and I's friendship, like I my memory is so vivid from day 1 until even today that I know where I was living and I know what I was doing in those seasons and Chris is like, "How do you remember that?" And I'm yeah. like, "Well, you know." <laughs> yeah, it's that's evident just my from, brain. from listening to your episodes. <laughs> oh, dude, and I have other friends that I'll I'll bring up like situations or scenarios and they'll be like, "Dude, how do you remember that?" I'm like, "I just my brain it collects data, and unfortunately, I think I've said this too, is that it'll collect data on the good and the bad. That's why right. I said the good, the bad, and the ugly, because there are things that most people would probably suppress that I don't. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's a good thing and not so good thing, but um, but yeah. So uh, I wanted to get you on tonight because recently in the last, uh, I don't know how long it's been, but there has been a huge... Um, conversation in the media about this inflation bill and then we see trump get his uh florida home we're talking about florida uh, rated uh so i would love to get some of your insight on those things so uh what do you think shay what do you what kind of what kind of insight do you have on those topics as far as the inflation thing go i want to say i just seen something that showed colorado was affected by inflation the most or out of 50 states up until right now yeah and we were at like 14.9 percent of inflation oh my gosh yeah so we are the most affected state for inflation that is crazy bro of all yeah. the states we are the right. most affected oh yep. my okay yeah like I was, I was actually trying to explain that to my my kid today who's 13 like so if you know if it cost a hundred thousand dollars to live last year i'm not really making any more money but now I'm spending $115,000 to live, and, and that's crazy. Because I'm not, and it's all I'm because not changing of the war. anything. Right. I'm not changing right. anything. Right. In fact, I'm trying to save and do less. Right. But I it's, mean, not, that's it's not reflected goal. in my bank account, you know? Absolutely not. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they say it's because of the war, but I, I don't believe. You know, it's like I don't believe anything from either side, you know, at this point anymore. 
Right. It's, it's, which I is mean, look at look at Liz Cheney. I mean, she got voted out of right. office, and she's a. I mean, she was a Republican. Like she was in the Republican seat for Wyoming, and not only did they vote her out for another Republican. That says a lot about the fact that she was, in my own personal opinion, uh, she was a traitor to the party, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because let's be honest, like, I know that, um, you know, she got on the, like, we was at the Today Show this morning talking about how, you know, you know, just spouting the, the Republican uh, mantra, you know, you know, you know, less taxes and, you know, more income for the middle class and blase, right? I mean, come on, let's be honest. And here we are spending $6 on a pound of hamburger and, you know, $9 for one beer, like, have you uh, have you been down to uh, Longmont, the exit at Longmont recently? Uh, I just went down to the fair. Uh, okay, so did you happen to see the gas prices right there? No, uh, no, but I I seen your thing on Facebook, so I did look. But I was looking like more in Longmont. I wasn't really out by the interstate. Yeah, bro. So it was pandemonium, and literally we're at the QT on the corner there. And there, I mean, every pump, there's like 20 pumps. Every pump had like six cars in front of it. And we're sitting there and people, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, you see end of the world movies or you see a, apocalypse things going on and people are kind of a free for all and everything. We're sitting there and the, and the Circle K across the street when we pulled in was $3.29 a gallon. When we pulled out like 20 minutes later and we're sitting at the light to get back onto 25, the Circle K changed it to 289. I mean, literally. I don't understand that because here in Eaton, it's still like 379. And then if you go to Severance, which is 10 minutes, it's 399. If you go to Alt, which is two minutes, it's 409. And then you go to Greeley and you can find it for 339. Like, I, I don't remember like all these. I don't know if these guys hedge. Like, they pay for X amount of gas at this price, and then once that gas sells, then they go with a new price. I don't know how that works exactly, but I, I, I don't understand, like, almost a dollar difference, like, in such a small little area. Oh, uh, right. And, I mean, that's a good way to look at it because, uh, and I like to term that you used hedge because you're right. They, they, they purchase, a, a, like, X amount of gallons of fuel, right, and they sell it at a certain price, and once that's sold then they're able to change their price point. But the thing is, and this is something that I learned from an old friend that owned a gas station up in Breckenridge for like 20 plus years, was that she did not make money off of selling gasoline, no matter what cost she bought it at and what she sold it at. She made her money, right, she made her money and off of like the heard. candy bars and the sodas and everything else inside. So... You know, that's what blew my mind about Quick Trip is that, you know, there's 200 cars in the parking lot and there was like five people inside. So I'm like, how are you selling this gas for so cheap? Like, what do you have that nobody right. else does? And you know what's even more crazy is we have a refinery yep. in Commerce City, like a, a large, large refinery. Right, that's a uh, sun. Yeah, sun yeah. Pour? Is that what it is? And we're still paying yeah. four yeah. plus dollars a gallon. Like, well, we have the, we have you know gas and oil in the ground, all over out here. It's what I do for a living. Okay, so you're in the oil field. Yeah, yeah. And you're not, so you're not seeing a financial uh, increase in your wages, even though these 
gas and oil companies are making record profits. You're still making the same amount. That, dude, how do you feel about that? Being on this side of it, um, like I know how much they, I mean, I don't know exactly how much they make, but like I know like we have production numbers that we have to meet and how much a barrel of oil is worth. But like I also know that, say they build, you know, a pad with eight wells. If everything goes according to plan, to plan, you're probably spending two million plus dollars per well, somewhere in that ballpark. So you got sixteen million dollars invested in just drilling your wells. Then you have to have the facility. You got to have you know all of us that run it, all the automation. You have to play the game with the state with all their safety. So, I mean, they usually like they do take care of us in a sense of like everything's going good. Christmas time comes around, we get a good bonus. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of people do argue like nothing ever changes throughout the year, but prices go through the roof. Um, I don't know. I mean, there is a lot to it, you know, instead of just, you know, pulling oil out of the ground and selling it. Um, I mean, they do try right, to take right. care of us, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, I always look at it like, you know, if, if, if I need, if I want that money and I want that, then I need to put out that money. I need to take those risks. I need to become the CEO of a company, you know, otherwise I'm just, I'm, I'm not the one taking the risk, you know? Right. And just so we're clear, I'm, I'm not asking you to, uh, and i just so people that are listening know that I, I'm not asking Shay to, you know, like speak negatively of his company or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, in a general sense, like, and I get it. I get business. I understand inflation in regards to the value of the dollar. I also understand capitalism. In fact, uh, I recently did an episode about inflation. Uh, and uh, to be honest, like I get that you know the uh, platform or the model of capitalism is that you have to show a profit every quarter or you know every year in order for you to show a growth in your business. And you know. I understand it takes money to make money. And so I just want to be clear that, you know, I'm not asking you to speak negatively of, you know, what you do. I just, you know, as an American citizen, right, as a person who lives in this country and, you know, you've heard the term, I'm sure you can agree that we're the wealthiest country in the world and we have the, the, the easiest laws on things and stuff. But in reality, you know, we, I think we put on a big front, to be honest, in my opinion. Oh, we, I think anymore we do. I mean, you know, there was a time where we had enough gold bullion in Fort Knox and, you know, the Federal Reserve to cover uh, what we spent. And now, you know, you know, you see, you know, our administration, we know who's running the administration, right? Um, that dude from the clown show back in the day, I forget what it's called. Um, Do we know who's running it? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who's really in charge? Is it the Bilderbergs? Is it... Um, you know, is it the, who's that, who's that other family that, uh, owns the world? well, the, yeah, the, the Rockefellers own. Yeah. But there's, I'm just, the I'm banks. thinking, yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the families that own the banks. Um, I can't, it's right off the top of my head, but I mean, right. Who's really running this country? Because, you know, we're looking at all these problems that we see that, I mean, when, when Trump was the president, you know, you had, you know, a group of people saying, oh, he's the cause of all this. And he did all these things and blah, 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 blah. But gas was two thirty a gallon. Um, you could actually go out to dinner and, 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 you know, have an affordable dinner and you could go have fun and do things. 
And, you know, now, I mean, shoot, it cost me $107 to put the same amount of fuel in my Tahoe that three years ago, it cost me $67. Yeah, I fill up, I fill up every day that I work and I have a Dodge. And when I first started at this company a year ago, uh, it was like 70, it was like 77 bucks, like pretty regularly. I'm now hitting 136 was my max. Are you so serious? I've almost doubled what <clears throat> what it costs to fill up my truck. Yep. Shoot, man, that's crazy, bro. And to think that you know you are actually in the industry that is creating that you know that supply, right? And I again, I get it. Like it's, I was watching this uh, short video of this couple that uh, works for Ferrari, and this guy was interviewing him. He's like, "What what kind of car do you drive?" And they're like, "Oh, we drive a BMW." And they're like, "He's like, oh, okay, you work for Ferrari and." you drive a bmw and it's it's the age old like thing like oh i work at this fancy restaurant but i can't afford the menu yeah right you know and uh <laughs> right. you know i look at it and it's it's just like um you know i was watching i don't watch a lot of tiktok videos but um you know watching the short videos on youtube or facebook or whatever and um you know i, I came across this one there this guy was kind of it was like a meme for the recent um uh what they did with Trump down in Florida where they, you know, they raided his house and it said, you know, are they really trying to find classified documents that he's hiding or are they trying to find classified documents about them that he's hiding? I, I would say that it's, they're looking for about anything, I think at this point. Right. To but discredit I think, I think him, they, right? Yeah. And I think they are afraid that he does have something on them. And you say them, are, are you referring to any particular group or are you just saying the people that oppose him? I would, well, it's the same group, I guess you could okay. say. Okay. Well, I mean, because even you see some of the Republican Party, like, kind of jumping party lines and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, I think anybody that's been in it for a while probably has concern with what he may or may not have, I guess, on both sides of the fence. Right. Absolutely. And yet we haven't heard a peep about Jeffrey Epstein and his sex island. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yes. I mean, all these people, and let's be honest, bro, like there were some like pretty big names that were called out during the pandemic. Oh yeah. I think about every name was I, mean, I think about everybody who's anybody, you know, except oh, for oh, yeah. except for a handful of them. Uh probably have something to hide as far as any of that kind of stuff goes. Skeletons. Oh yeah. And that's the crazy thing is, you know, you look at um you know, the magician hand, right? Like what's, what's going on over here? You know, we've got this going on over here and then, and then, Oh, 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 well, the pandemic, it, it affected the world. Right. And I, and I want to be clear to whoever's listening that I completely believe that whatever synthesized sickness that, um, whoever decided to come together, the elite and create, um, definitely got people sick. And it definitely caused uh, a mass a sickness. I also believe that it was synthesized. It wasn't a natural virus that was uh, that just got naturally released. And oh no, we're sick now. No, 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 because they tried it with the H1N1 virus back in like 2007. Uh, they tried it with Ebola. I mean, come on. Like, do you think everyone's that stupid? I don't think so. Because I'm not. Some people. Uh do their best to uh, choose to be though i feel like oh you mean like they just want to deny the fact that the reality of our life is not yep. what they hope it to be nope nope they have 
I don't, they, nobody really, I don't know. They, they always want to take the easy way out and it's just becoming to the point where I, I, they want, they want these people running their lives for them. Wow. You know, I think they, Oh yeah. They, like they're, it's like now they, it's like they have this group of people now that is just patiently waiting at home for the next sickness. Like that's a new normal to them. Like, Oh, well the next one's coming when it hasn't yep. been, you know, when it hasn't been, like you said, they've had other ones in the past, but nothing's really ever stuck or stuck like it has now. Right. And now, and now people are like, it's almost like a sickness. Like they're like waiting on it. Like they, they're, they're like hoping for it. Right. And they're, and they believe everything that's they do. being told to them. It's and so. In a second, oh, I, you open your mouth, they're like, oh, so you don't believe it's real. Uh, well, actually, I've had COVID twice myself. I know that it's real. Oh yeah. I just don't think oh, all yeah. the outlying factors and everything else that you buy into that's not real. No. And and again, you know, going back to, you know, the the magician hand mindset where what's going on over here really is not what's going on, but this is what they've got you watching. And so you hear about the monkey pox which like seriously like monkey pox like the monkeys, come on. <laughs> I mean, and you know, the sickest part, too, for me is is not even the fact that they get enough people to agree with them and support their um, just ignorant way of thinking. But then you get people start like, OK, so just change gears a little bit. Right. So we're, we're in, you know, what a year and nine months into the administration of Biden and Harris. And you've got a group, a committee that is trying to. Uh, completely discredit and even imprison Donald Trump for the January 6th, um, whatever that was. Now you've got, um, you know, the pandemics that's coming to an end, but then they're trying to create a new pandemic, which, uh, I mean, people are kind of buying, but I'm not buying it. Are you buying it? <clears throat> I mean, is it the monkey pox? Yeah, I mean, yeah, are you I buying mean, that that's actually yeah, legitimate? No. I or mean, it's like, I mean, it was, it was just on, like man. every time a new strain came out, you know, it was like, oh, we have another new strain, and oh, we need we need to get another shot for the new strain. Like they're just milking it. Like that's all they can do. Oh man, and someone, let's be honest, bro, somebody has to be making tens of not hundreds of millions of dollars off these quote-unquote free vaccinations because let's be honest dude like nobody does anything for free anymore like i mean i'll volunteer here and there at the church i'll do some things that you know someone says hey man you can help me move or something but when it comes to actually doing things that people will pay you to do and you can get money from it you're not going to do it for free like who would do that and giving out free vaccinations yeah in your bra like right. come on dude I mean, like yeah are they talking about now like they're throwing away just hundreds of thousands of them because they have no use for them now because people aren't taking them because yeah, they didn't work in the first them. place <clears throat> yep because the placebo effect um it started to die off um like you said you got and you, i assume I, you know i don't know I, I know that i would never uh, get a vaccination for something like that um nope but um you know, I, I quit my job. I, I was working for uh, a, a large organization. Uh, I'll just leave it nameless, but um, for almost two years. And um, for the last nine months of my job, I refused to wear the mask over my whole face because I would get bloody noses and headaches and uh, I was getting sick. And it finally came to an HR meeting that I had. 
and HR said, you have two choices. Either you can wear the mask over your face or else. And, you know, I'll be honest. I didn't even give them a chance to give me the or else because I was like, you know what? You guys are a clown show and I'm just, I'm done with you. So I literally, uh, I gave it a week and I wore the mask and I got two bloody noses and woke up twice in the middle of the night with raging headaches. And I, my wife said, you know what you get, if, if I get a promotion at work, next monday and i call you you can i'll give you permission to resign and i was like are you sure and she was like yep and we're talking when i say promotion she went from um let's just say she went from um eating ramen noodles for dinner and not that we were but i'm just giving you a kind of like a, a, a difference in pay uh eating ramen noodles for dinner to having a ribeye steak for dinner was the difference in pay heck yeah and uh oh yeah and uh and so she, i said are you sure and she said honey i know how miserable you are and um i mean it was a miserable company work for it and i did and uh, and then i got super sick last year i got i, I i'm not ever going to admit that i got that sickness that they call came out of wuhan but um we all know what i'm talking about um but I got really sick. In fact, I got so sick that um, I got hospitalized and found out that I had diabetes. And that was what I was dealing with on top of everything else. And, uh, you know, God's been really, uh, he's been putting me um, on the battlefield now for over a year and a half. And man, it's been, it's been warfare, bro. Let me tell you. And the spiritual assets and then, you know, physically just dealing with sickness and infection. And, and now we've got the... Uh, the LGBTQIA plus uh, community that says we just want to get married and we just want you to make us a cake. We, we don't want to indoctrinate your children. We don't want to uh, get you influence your children into believing that it's okay to chop your your manhood off or you know or try to you know attach manhood, right? right. Um, and so the the magician hand over here again, right? So we've got. You know, you've got the inflation, trillion-dollar inflation budget bill getting ready to be passed through the Senate. You've got the FBI raiding uh, Trump's house down in Florida. <sighs> yeah, and then we've got the first openly gay football player that's actively playing who's just signed with the Buccaneers. Like, who cares, bro? Yeah, I mean, it's like that and uh, <clears throat> honestly, like like things with women too, like, I feel like a woman does something and they're like, they have to throw it in your face. Like a woman accomplished this. And like, I have these conversations with my wife where I'm like, don't you just think, you know, a woman can just go out and do something or a gay person could just go out and do something like everybody else. And we could just leave it at that. Right. Like, why does it always have to be this extravagant thing? And this like in your face, can't you know it's almost like they they try to make this stuff stand out but i, I feel like they're the ones belittle, belittling people and they're the ones bringing the negative attention towards people yep oh dude you hit the nail on the head and i mean you you talk about the whole woman thing right like i love sports okay and i am all for you know athletes getting paid well and and all this stuff and um, so I don't know if you if you follow the, the news enough to know about the Brittany Griner um, situation. Yep. Yeah, I've been I've been seeing all about that. Okay, so 
I watched this actually it was actually today I watched this video about Brittany Griner trying to dunk the basketball and she had like three or four attempts she had the white man can't jump uh, scene you remember that with Wesley yeah. Snipes and, <laughs> yeah and she couldn't dunk the basketball and she's 6'9 right and so you know I was trying to explain to my oldest the other day I said here's the deal this is the factual information about why uh, female athletes are not getting it paid the same amount as male athletes because when you go to a football stadium and there's 80,000 people there who paid an average from parking to the ticket they got in to beers to food, probably $200 a person. And they came to see Peyton Manning or Drew Brees or whoever else is playing in that sport for that day, right? And they paid that exuberant amount of money. And not only did they pay that day, but they paid for the sports package. So when they're not at the game, they're paying the sports package at home for their, their cable. And they're also spending, you know, $200 on a jersey. And they're also spending 50 bucks on beers and wings when they go out with their buddies at the local bar, right? People don't do that. And, uh, okay, let me rephrase that. The masses do not do that to watch women's sports. Period. That's a fact. So there's so the owners of these female sports like the WNBA, and I'm not picking on women's sports. My, you know, my wife played volleyball for 14 years. She was a coach. No, I'm sorry. She coached for 14 years. She played for 11 years in club and in high school and stuff like that. And she still like my kids are getting into it now. And I'm all for you know you know women's sports. I I've not I have nothing against that. But the reality is this is that you're not going to get paid what a male athlete gets paid because people are not spending the money to watch you play that sport. People are not buying your jersey in the hundreds, if not millions of dollars of sales and wearing it around town in the middle of July. They're just not. So for you to want, and I say you as the, the ones that complain that they're not getting paid equally, you're not garnering the wealth for the ownership to justify paying you that amount of money. And so with the Brittany Griner thing, you know, she was opposed to the American, um, or the, the national anthem during games, right? She, in fact, stayed in the, uh, the locker room when the national anthem was being played. Uh, she feels like she's oppressed. And uh, she goes to Russia, a completely different nation with completely different laws, right? And she gets busted, with what, hash oil in her bag? Was that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then she says, well, but um, I was, uh, you know, I was hastily packing because of the trip and I didn't realize it was in my bag. And, and the government over there is like, okay, well, what's your point? Well, but I shouldn't be persecuted because I smoke weed. Okay, well, that's against our laws. No matter what you do in America, that's not what we do here in Russia. And so she gets put in jail. She goes through this trial. It becomes this huge thing, right? What pissed me off about it the most was not even the fact that, you know, people are, you know, celebrities and other people are, are vying to get her released, but our administration got involved. What do you think you're doing? My tax dollars are not to get a female athlete out of prison because she got busted with weed in her bag. They're doing... Right? Well, yeah, and they're doing it for two reasons Ooh, I'm, I'm i'm all ears please enlighten me she's a black female 
Ooh. That's why they. That's that's why they get involved. What's the other reason? Because you said two. Yeah, black and female. Oh, okay, okay. So you you don't you don't believe that the uh, that certain alphabet mafia has anything to do with uh, influencing our administration? <laughs> no way, right? <laughs> I love I love your coyness, bro. But yeah, you're right. But you know. <laughs> let, let, because and and so anybody that's listening and you know you're listening to TK's A Brigade, I got my boy Shay on. We're talking about just what's going on in the current culture. What you know, our opinion is right. What we believe, uh, what we perceive things to be, and you know, there's some some facts in there. But for the majority, we're just sharing our opinions. But I I will I will absolutely agree with you that um, there is a precedent to try and paint this image of our administration because our administration is is a dumpster fire like times three and so they are trying to grab in my and again my opinion they're grasping at any like valid straws to try and to uh increase the um the positive outlook on our administration by you know like going to a different country and trying to get um a non- She's not a war criminal. She's not a political prisoner or a war prisoner. She is in prison because she broke their law. We've got... Do you realize that 80% of people incarcerated in the United States are incarcerated for drug possession or drug use? 80%, Shay. Yep, and they just... Was it Joe Rogan that brought that up? Was he there? Yeah, yeah, and it's just... It's like... I hate when people like Joe Rogan bring something like that up and they put it out there. And it's a fact, and it's the truth, and it's in your face, and nobody acknowledges it because it's too real, right? It's oh, yeah, not on the media, it's you know, yeah, like it's like, yeah, it's like I couldn't have said that better myself. I didn't even think about that. And he nails it, and he's probably the most influential right? podcast Absolutely. out there. And it's just like it never happened unless you follow right wing media or right wing personalities you never even because it, it doesn't fit the narrative it doesn't fit the fact that right and i hate that people live like that they just ignore facts or they don't address things and it just it drives me crazy it's so ignorant and it's and yet that is what that is what is pushing that's what this administration, our media, oh, media, everything is pushing for that mentality. That mentality for sure. And the media pushes it because they're getting paid to push it. That's their job. And so they want to try to confuse us as listeners and as a culture. In the midst of that, we have two major um, water reservoirs that are drying up, right? We have um, an unemployment rate that has skyrocketed. Because one, our government said, we're going to give out free money and then we're going to, you know, we're going to tell you that you have to pay half of it back, but we're going to give you out more money and then we're going to make you pay some of it back. And then we're going to give you out some more money and then we're going to take it all back. And we're going to, and we're, we're going to collude with all of the major corporate businesses in the, in the United States and around the world. And that's how we're going to take you basically to the broke house um, by creating some uh, inflation um, deficit, uh, you know, uh, narrative that really is just, let's be honest, bro. If, if we looked at our spending as a society, 
and what we spend money on. So you you work in the you know you work in your field. I work in mine. Um, and we, you know, we both, let's say we decided to go to the movies together. Okay. So you'd bring your wife, I bring mine and we go to the movies. We both get popcorn and soda and, and candy. Uh, we both, you know, pay for that. And each of us spends a hundred dollars. And from that hundred dollars, there's 10 employees that, um, you know, working in the, in the theater that night from our hundred dollars, each of those employees gets a dollar, right? So that's $10 to those 10 employees, right? Because each of them got a dollar. So that's $90 left. So however the percentages are broken down, we are still re like spending the money that we're given, whether it's from work or whether it's from taxes or whatever, right? Yep. So how is it that the value of our money is decreasing even though... I mean, I don't know too many people that stuff their money in a mattress. Do you? No, but uh, I'm starting to wonder if that's the way to go. <laughs> right? I just I started it. I started a drawer just for the heck of it, <laughs> just to kind of have have something that's not you know on paper. Right, and that's the funny thing too is that you know they're they just hired what eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Yeah. What do you know why they did that? Armed, armed, probably so they can, yeah, probably so they can make sure that we uh, don't Venmo our friends six hundred bucks. What, what do you mean? What do you mean armed? Like, what do you mean by that? Like physically, like like weapons? Yeah, yeah. Wait they're a minute, armed. what? That's I mean, that's the claim that they're eighty-seven thousand armed uh, agents, um, and that they were told lethal force may be required. Was what I read. What are they planning, Shay? But I have read all over that they're armed. Okay. And they're they're not even a government entity. They are a private enterprise. Yeah. No, you should... Uh, I've seen some of the footage of it. I mean, from what I've seen, you could have 20 of those dudes show up at someone's house. And they're probably not going to win, but I don't know. You know, you know, I don't know what's going on with it. Right. I mean, not to make, you know, not that I'd ever make fun of people like with disabilities or anything, but um, they had a guy there in the picture I seen in a wheelchair pulling a gun on somebody in like training. What? Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's real or not, but uh, that was that was the talk of that uh, article. Have mercy. I think we're out of time tonight because uh, I don't want to get on that whole like tangent because i know that if we do we'll be here for another hour so um why don't we catch up again um next week are you uh are you down <laughs> yeah sweet we're gonna catch up next week with shay and continue down this road on these hot button topics so tune in and listen up because we got some more to talk about you are listening to tk's a brigade i am your host tk along with my special guest shay and until next time people peace